Hi, and welcome to the Vine Community Church Podcast. We hope that what you're about to hear will help you to flourish in God's grace and bear fruit through loving God, loving each other, and loving our community. The word understand, it means to put together or to mentally comprehend. And in our vernacular, we'd say it this way, they get it, or they don't get it. And guess what? They didn't get it. And sometimes we don't either. You see, he calls them out, but he doesn't condemn them. This is the beauty of how our sovereign, loving Savior works. He calls them to comprehension, to become aware of who he is. And he calls them out again to know that he is the only one who can rescue them and help them. The disciples' faith, yes, was misplaced, like the crowds who were fed in the story of the 5,000 or the 4,000. And they also were full of unbelief, kind of like these religious leaders, these Pharisees. But here Jesus is, is continually to pursue, to teach, to calmly but clearly call his people to himself. Guys, you don't get it, but I love you even so, and I'm going to be here and continue to show you who I really am. And it's so beautiful because that's how God works with us. And so today, we see in this passage both unbelievers and believers struggle with unbelief. And you know, um, don't you kind of long for a day where we don't struggle with that, right? You know, we know that day is going to be in heaven. And that's why the Bible says, hey, we should, we should long for heaven. Heaven's not a bad place to go. To. It's where we long to go. Why? One reason is 1 Corinthians 13, 12 The Apostle Paul writes about what heaven's going to be like. It says, for now, in this life, we see in a mirror dimly. You can't see very clearly. But then face to face, that's in heaven. Now I know in part, that's in this life. Then I shall know fully, even as I have been fully known. That's when we're face to face with God, and we should long for that day. In heaven, believers will know fully who Jesus really is. Unbelief is gone, and that should bring a hallelujah even in a Presbyterian church. (laughs) We should be excited, guys and ladies, that, that what God, what the plans that he has for us, that he so patiently is gonna bring us to that one day where we will fully know him, and there will be complete clarity. But, though unbelief will be gone, we're still finite. We won't be God, right? We won't know everything in the moment we go to heaven, but we will know clearly without any unbelief, God. That he alone can satisfy us and that we will be satisfied into him. Complete satisfaction in your life Utter satisfaction, that is heaven. And that's what it's going to be like when we are with him. So why does this matter? 
And it matters because you know this, that in every Jesus follower, we struggle with seeing clearly who Jesus is due to our sin. At some level, every one of us, believers and unbelievers, fall into unbelief. And we as Christ followers are at times like the Father whose son Jesus would heal in Mark chapter 9, and where the Father comes to Jesus kind of in desperate need. He says, I believe. Help my unbelief. Jesus, help me. I do believe you, but help me with the struggle of my unbelief. You see, your first advancement in this new year, 2021, is first of all to acknowledge your struggle with faith. Are you acknowledging it? Some of you, maybe you've not done that. Do you say to God, I, I believe, help my unbelief. God, I'm struggling. And with all that's going on in our culture, aren't you struggling? I know at times I'm struggling, but I know in whom I believe. And you can and do too. You see, it's being realistic enough about our continual struggle with sin, which is really at the heart of it is unbelief, but also being optimistic and realistic about what he has done for us. He declares that we are his children, sons and daughters of God, completely forgiven, completely fully loved, never condemned by God, though we still struggle, right? This is great news. Jesus is all you need. Do you believe that? Last week we looked at Psalm 23. What did David say? Remember? The Lord is my shepherd. What does he say? Next phrase. Church, I shall not want. You see, as you trust and find that Jesus is all you need, more and more and more, you will not want. He will fill you with himself. His Holy Spirit will make Jesus and his presence so real in your life, it will transform you, giving you more purpose, meaning, joy, and help, especially when you're going through hard stuff. We will be satisfied. Man, I long to be completely satisfied. And because every one of us, every follower of Jesus, slips into believing other things, will somehow satisfy us. And we all struggle with what you might call sin substitutes. These are lies that we believe, and there are many different kinds of lies you can believe. Here's just a couple. Like, my life really doesn't matter. That's a lie. Or, I have to find the right person to love me. Or, something like, I need people's affirmation to make me happy. There are many different lies or sin substitutes that we believe. What do you believe? What are you believing you think you have to have to be filled up, to be full, to be satisfied in your life? What is the lie that you believe? I just encourage you to call it out. It's unbelief. It's called sin. (laughs) It's your struggle, and we all have it. And so our goal, 
desire is that we would just repent and say, I reject that in Jesus' name, the lies that I have believing. We talk around here a lot, repent, believe, obey. It's like a three-step dance that we do over and over again. Repent, believe, obey. One way of talking about this is the Puritans talked about it in, in slightly different terms. For example, in uh, this beautiful prayer book called Piercing Heaven that I'm reading, I got a Puritan called William Bridges. That's a really old guy, by the way. He wrote this, I see the sinfulness of sin, so let me also see the graciousness of grace and the fullness of Christ. You see, the Puritans weren't just killjoys <laughs> calling you just to grovel, but it's calling you to, be, to see your sin. I see the sinfulness of my sin, but that's not, there's more. And there's more you need. You must also see the graciousness of grace and the fullness of Christ. And what is, church, what is the fullness of Christ that, that William Bridges is talking about? Well, part of what he's talking about is this, is that Christ alone will become the source of meeting your deepest desires. You see, God created you with those desires. We looked at the image of God from Psalm 139. We were created, every one of us, every person, with God-given desires for him to fill us up. But we look to fill ourselves up and satisfy ourselves in different ways, grabbing hold of all sorts of different things. And a lot of times we're grabbing things that are just like junk food. It's... It's not going to satisfy. But God wants us to grab hold of him. To say, God, give me faith. Faith is just simply like an instrument, a tool that grabs hold of God's grace and his love. Let me grab hold of your work that you've done through Jesus. Like, give me that tool of faith to grasp the graciousness of grace and the fullness of Christ. You see, uh, so how do you begin to apply this to your lives practically? If you're here uh, in person or online, I just want to give you just a few things, ways for, that I'm thinking about in 2021 that I want to continue to grow in and saying, Lord Jesus, you are all I need. So first of all, ask yourself, how am I growing in my faith journey? And then include others around you, just one or two, or in your life groups, or your, your study groups, or someone, an elder, a shepherding elder, to ask them, look, we need your input to say, how am I doing? So one way we're helping you with this journey to flourish, we call it, is we've got some questions to ask of yourself and then to share with a few people you trust who can help point you to Jesus and all, that he's all you need. So if you go to our website, thevinecc.com, you'll find one of those buttons. You go down just a little ways. I did it this week. It works. You punch on it. It's called Journey to Flourish. There are going to be 10 question areas. Are you looking at your life, and how are you growing, and where do you need to grow and need God's grace? the graciousness of his grace 
to help you in that journey. And I'd encourage you to copy that and paste it and send it to your elder. If, you, if you're a member here, you have a shepherding elder. And they want to know you and help you in this journey called faith. If you don't have an elder, send it to me, jadams at thevinecc.com, or one of our pastors, or someone you know and trust, maybe in this congregation. And we would love to help you in this journey and to continue to pray for you, encourage you in these 10 areas, not beat you, but come alongside of you and cheer you on and pray for you to continue to grow trusting Jesus alone in your journey. Also, um, just another way you can do this is just simply, I mean, I, I was thinking about this morning is from Romans Chapter 8, verse 6, it says, The mind set on the flesh is death. But the mind set on the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, is what? Life and peace. In 2021, I think you want life and peace, don't you? So what you can do is daily, regularly say, Lord, help me to set my thoughts not on what I think or what I want to do or what I think needs to satisfy me, but help me to set it on your Holy Spirit and just simply say, Holy Spirit, make Jesus the only one who would satisfy. Holy Spirit, help me to give me faith to believe Jesus alone is all I need. And that will bring you more and more life and peace. Do you believe Jesus is all you need? You know, as we prepare for communion, which we do regularly, we don't want this just to be a, a tradition or just an act we go through. We want to be changed. And we want to encounter and we believe in this church that Jesus is present spiritually and mystically. We can't describe it perfectly. He's right here with us. And he's in every one of you who know him and who have trusted him as your God and Savior. So as we prep for communion, I'm going to encourage you to do something I'm going to do the next seven days. Will you join me? I'm going to take this, uh, this prayer. Here it is. Lord, please give me faith to believe that you are all I need. And I'm going to pray this every day the next seven days, starting today. And as we prep for communion, I just encourage you, take a few moments of reflection. And I'm going to do the same. And don't fiddle with your cups. Ask God to help you. Help you to believe that Jesus is all you need. Some of you are going to think of things you need to repent of. I mean, probably all of us have some of those things. But we all need God to give us, grant us, help us, give us more faith to trust him and him alone. Let's just take a few moments as we prep our minds, our hearts, and our lives for this beautiful union called communion and celebrating Jesus' person and his work. Thanks so much for joining us for this podcast. 
For more information, you can visit us online at thevinecc.com, download our mobile app, or visit us on Facebook or Instagram at thevinecc. Have a great week.